nigga, they taking it in. Fuck up a check, then we making it back. She like you now, I'm a draper in that. She went to D, I've been waiting on that. I've been doing my thing, they been hating on that. And I meant what I said, I ain't taking it back. We get your chain, we ain't taking it back. Reach for my chain, get your flesh for that. Only speak on my name when you stay in the facts, please. We in here, point black, period, bitch. Point black, period, bitch. Hey, hoes. I bet you thought you saw the last of us. <laughs> My name is Brian, and this is Point Black Period, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. It's been a long time. This is 42. Let's get right into it. It really took me a minute to even figure out. Like, I really had to go back and figure out what it was. We left y'all on 41. Such an uneven number. Look, because our lives is uneven right now. <laughs> We've been going for a minute, but we're back yes. with the bullshit. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. So, um, yes, we've been going for a little minute or whatever. I've been saying, you know, we've still been getting a little um, views, you know, every now and then and stuff on the show. And we've been still trying to be consistent with our um, Instagram Brian pages has been consistent and on stuff. The page. I mean, you've been popping in and out, you know, every now and then. Good stuff. Lit. You know, we've been trying to balance and manage and shit. But, you know, we're back. Woo. And, you know. I'm excited. Like, I really felt like I needed it. And I didn't even know how much I missed it, you know, until I wasn't doing it, you know? So, I've been reading up on things, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, with this time off, it kind of, like, made me realize what I want to do and how I kind of want to push this forward and stuff. So, um... Without further ado, I would just want to jump into the shop. Yes. Because we got a lot to talk about. And plus, you know, y'all know the type of week that we had (laughs) out here. So, let's get in it. I think I want to start off with um, our social media. And stuff that we find um, all across social media and stuff. Stuff that is positive, stuff that's negative. Normally, she finds a lot of things that, you know, helps people's lives. Me, I find things that really, you know, irk my soul. (laughs) And that's what it is. And it's crazy because now I'm about to start off with a thing that warms my heart and irks my soul all at the same time. Kodak Black. He's decided he wants to come out here and tweet and talk about real niggas don't wash their hands after they pee. Mm. And I felt like this came out around the time that we was getting ready to drop an episode or whatever. Because in the essence of Point Black period, we always tell the niggas to get their shit together. Like, mm-hmm. wash your shit, wash your hands. Your pussy right. needs to be pH balanced out here. Like, it's all a thing. So I don't know. I definitely don't fuck with no shit like that. But Kodak say in and out of jail, say like that. Niggas is dirty out here. But you know, I ain't never got to be in the same room with him. So to necessarily, it's not something I really give a fuck about. As long as he don't touch me, we're right. good. Like, Dang I ain't got no time wild. for it. Um. My next tweet comes from, um, to be honest, I don't even know how the fuck you even say that, um, that name, but okay. So anyway, some of you think you'll make good partners cause you don't cheat, but don't realize that you're manipulative, inconsiderate, unappreciative, insecure, lack empathy, have poor communication skills, but that's convo for another day. And to be completely honest, I don't know why the fuck she came to my life like that. And because um, it's like, as I was reading it, I kind of felt the shots as <laughs> I was reading each word. Like, is this me? Like, do she know me? I had to look at the picture and everything. 
be like, okay, is this somebody that I like actually know? It's just like a retweet. Like, what is it? So, um, but I definitely thought about what it is to where um, how people really do just come up and be like, I feel like, you know, I'm good because I won't do you wrong in those type of ways. But people really kind of forget about all the other shit because, you know, the big disrespect is the thing that's most noted or whatever when it comes to the downfall of relationships. Like when it be, if it's cheating, lack of money, things like that. But a lot of other people don't actually really think about how their inner selves can affect, you know, those type of situations and how that can hinder going forward. And um, my next tweet is a me. Um, and it goes towards, you know, if we decide that we want to do a topic, but it definitely goes along with basically what it seemed like the theme of this episode will be, at least from, you know, what I have and stuff when it comes to social media. So my tweet reads, social media is the devil and you bitches are miserable, honestly. Like, and I just get that from seeing, you know, everything that's going on with this Nikki and Cardi situation, everything that's going on with Serena Williams and, you know, all the stuff that's going on on social media when you look at the comments, because it's always something like a lot of people expect more from you than they would actually give themselves. And it's kind of confusing because it's like, why do you expect this person from a person who is showing you who they are? Like, there's never been a situation where Like, just take Cardi. Like, we know her for being wild. So it's like when she go out here and do wild shit, why are you holding her to a standard as if she's better than what she has been telling y'all she is? Like, not saying that that makes her a bad person because she chooses to do whatever she want to do when she want to do it. But she's never deviated from who she has shown us to be. So why are we expecting something different is all I'm saying. And I think, you know, so that's where that whole little rant that I wanted to go on about social media comes from. Because I just see the comments and the hate and the expectations coming from all over the place. But then when you actually go on these people's page or look at pictures or lack thereof and stuff, it's like none of you are living a life that y'all are putting on other people. I'm just confused. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. So, I'm going to pass it. Get off my little soapbox. And pass it on to the next. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, was that all you want to talk about them? Or are you going to talk about them some more? No, I'm going to talk about them. Oh, okay. But that was just my little tweets. Oh, shoot. Well, I definitely... I have one to follow up with the social media. Just because... Uh, Women have to do better. <laughs> Women do better. So it says, your man ate today. How he feeling? What his day consists of? Anything new? Oh, you don't know, but you know who followed him and what pics he liked. <laughs> so if we got off social media and just chilled instead of always being, I don't know. I just don't like this age of social media and social media being like an end-all, be-all or just the just a circle of, social media like if he likes something if he talked to anybody on social media snapchat all these social media outlets being like such a big focus on in relationships so like people be like oh he gotta get off social media so that i can be with him we can't be together if you're on social media but 
what about the little things? <laughs> what about things about, did he eat? Do you care about if he showered? Did the man fucking breathe today? Why is it always such bullshit? Always, that's the I actually fuck with that though because it's kind of like one of those situations where you're always coming with bullshit in a sense, and nobody really wants to deal with that. Like, if you're really one of those that use social media for social media and you don't take it that serious, I don't really want that to be a part of my relationship to where you're actually questioning me on what I do. Like, because to me, the way I see it or the way I look at it when I'm like just on social media and stuff outside of working. Or whatever, it's kind of like a video game. You don't question your nigga about a video game and what he playing and stuff. To me, that's kind of all the same thing. I don't know these motherfuckers on here. Like, so to me, it's just like playing a game. Like, so I really shouldn't be out here getting attacked <laughs> for bullshit. It is facts. Nothing but facts. Don't let social media take your relationship down or take you down right. because you stressing over the wrong things. There's more shit to worry about. Um, secondly, but I also wanted to start off by saying my tweets and my findings are sponsored by Nike because I'm repping Nike all day, every day. I got <laughs> Nike flops on. I'm wearing Nike to the draws. <laughs> Nike, <laughs> Nike, Nike. Yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, Jim Carrey was it Jim Carrey yesterday on Bill, whatever his name is on HBO, but he came up there, he put his Nikes on the table, he was like, let's start off by saying Nike is the reason why I'm here today, I went out and got me some Nikes, because Nike stands for freedom, and blah, 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 and you could tell that that white motherfucker was uncomfortable, but bitch, here we are, (laughs) rocking our Nikes, Nike's sales done went up, (laughs) what can you do about it? Y'all out here sitting here talking about black people don't support (laughs) <laughs> black people support the fuck out of some white shit I but. knew that was never gonna be a thing Like motherfuckers love to wear their Nike tags And like all that Like them suits and socks And Everything. book bags and Shout out to like Nick and Cannon And everybody what? buying stuff That's Nike product And um, donating it to vets And everybody that's homeless And stuff like that I like the movement Like mm-hmm. I like that it's inspiring people to do better not just be out here, well, I got me some new J's. Yeah, it's cool. It's easy to get some new J's. What are you going to do after that? That's the that's the part. And the battle is halfway over. It's not all the way over. So until Colin wins this um, case with Trump and all this other stuff, like, we just barely scratching the surface. But it's still good. I'm proud. I'm proud. Um, What else is going on? I have one more. I'm trying to decide if I want to be religious <laughs> or... It is a Sunday. Or no. <laughs> Religious or no. But I mean, Sunday, fun day. <laughs> uh, I really like, oh, I'm pick. I'm picking the other one. <laughs> Once I start taking my own advice, it's over for you hoes. I can't, <laughs> I cannot wait, bruh. I cannot wait. It is going to be so amazing. <laughs> it's going to be so amazing. okay. I feel like, there it goes. For conversation purposes, I kind of want to know why don't we like follow our own advice? It's sad. It's really like, a sad situation. It's not. It's not like something preventable. I feel like it's. It's just you have this idea in your head that you have the answers. Right. But it's like those. To be honest, to me, I don't even think it kicks in in my moment. Like when I be having like the moments to where I'm asking people, what should I do? Or like whatever. It kind of like never even kicks in for me to even deal with it on my own. Mm. I don't know how that sounds or whatever. But 
it's easier to give out the advice and actually think that you could actually give yourself the advice. I never really even ask for advice. So most of the time, I'm just going off whatever I feel. So right. that's that's why I feel like I make the decisions that I make. But if I'm under the influence, I'm going to be more impulsive. And that's the time where I need to be taking my own advice. Because <laughs> things be happening that don't need to be happening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. That was that. Um, jumping what, into music. Yeah, we do do that first, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, that's 42, great. baby. Better okay. remember. <laughs> <laughs> it really has been a minute for us. Okay, so yeah, I'm actually ready then. I'm right, right here. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Go ahead. Go ahead and talk about your music. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Sierra's coming out with a new song Ooh. called Dose. Um Produced by Dark Child, who has worked with Aaliyah, so I'm actually really excited to see. They pulled out Dark Child is coming from this. You know, um, I would love to see what this collaboration could bring, especially the fact that you know, I think Aaliyah was my first stand moment. Like, I think Aaliyah was the first artist. I think up until Sierra came out, that I actually Mm. really like, really listened to. Or uh, whatever, and I guess I would definitely say it's most likely the reason Sierra gave off that vibe is why I was even there in the first place. Dark so, child, because um, it wasn't like Goodies was my shit. Like, oh damn, Goodies is an amazing song or whatever. But what could I have done with it when it came out when I was in like sixth, seventh grade or something like that? And um, so I can't wait to see what you know what that collaboration com- brings or whatever is coming out on September fourteenth. So it's few days Ooh. and we'll be right there um friday right friday moves so good music friday man um everything comes out on friday um jacques released a trip remix that is so fucking vibey and um i mean that was really bad on that i just want to put it out there just in case y'all didn't know listen to that jacques um he's actually putting out a lot of music especially after seeing that his album really just came out so i don't really know how many artists you know really out here and the luxe version with an extra song on it right and will you be talking about us no i mean Like you said, Jacquees. No. <laughs> Absolutely, but I don't see how that correlates. <laughs> it's like, Jacquees is like one of those artists that, oh, God. like Russ, you know, puts out an excessive amount of music, and it's oh. like, um, I think he's one of the few artists that puts out an album and still is outworking putting out music also, not making us wait for like the mm-hmm. next album or... I'm going to let y'all sit with this album for a second and then I'm going to give y'all more music. Like, he's just working. You yes. know, and I love when a, you can tell an artist just loves doing what they're doing and there's no, like, business or whatever behind it. And I'm just giving y'all this because I'm doing it. Why not give it? Mm-hmm. Um, Black um, is coming out with East Atlanta Love Letter. Yes. Um, I think as of right now, six days away, Mm -hmm. um, he had put out a song a while ago called Nonchalant. It was probably just like a few weeks or whatever. Um, But I just think I'm excited for the album because, you know, listening to the Joe Budden interview that he had or whatever, and Joe Budden basically saying that, you know, he heard the album and stuff like that. I'm happy to hear that he's keeping the same energy. Especially for like this, since it's his second album, he's not like drastically changing, and it seemed like he really gets the fact that I am aware that 
this is why my core fan base fucks with me. So I don't really want to switch up too much. And plus, I actually think this is his vibe or whatever. So, I mean, he'll continue to making music that fits him. Um, um, I'm going to speak about black too okay. <laughs> while we are on it. Um, yeah, it's definitely good that he's keeping up with all that good stuff. But um, I'm also interested in the fact that he was signed with Florida. I did not know that. I can't believe that he was signed before and we did not discover black before. That's wild to me. Because it didn't seem like he was doing any goddamn work for black. He was amazing. He's amazing. And ever since I heard like whatever problems, it was actually before problems when I found black and I was like, this guy is amazing. And it sucks that he was out before that. And I did not know that because the man should have been hot. should have been out a long time ago. Should. Definitely don't feel sophomore jitters from him. He definitely is coming with that heat regardless. Nonchalant, even though it's rap. And I mean, I like black because he gives me the best of both worlds. So he gives me a nice, like lyrical situation as well as a melodic situation so he's like a toned down like very toned down like a stripped down drake when it comes to the fact that they both constantly put out great music it's Mm -hmm. always some type of vibe the whole rapping singing thing where they can actually do both and it's like i'm not saying best singers but they can keep a melody and they're not like actually like this nigga really can't say. <laughs> Black has a good voice. Right. I think he has a better voice than Drake, singing he wise. Um, he's definitely dope. I like that he writes his stuff. I like I just like <laughs> that was not shot to Drake either. But <laughs> I do appreciate everything that Black is about and I can't wait for the fourteenth because it's gonna be amazing. And I love how Joe Button go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. I wish I I wish I was part of his squad. <laughs> But <laughs> he's really out here making moves. He is making sure everybody and eats. I love that. Uh, he's doing his thing. Joe Button is killing that shit. Sin, you was right on time, honey. Right on time. <laughs> you picked the right time to get on get on that train. Ugh, it's just like I want him. I don't know because it's his lane or whatever. And seeing that, that shit. Joe Button has been doing internet like videos and interviews and radio and stuff for years i don't think it'll change and i think that's one thing i probably will find that i don't like about it um or whatever his interview style is crazy to me because it's like i want to hear what they're saying and to me it just kind of seems like he talks over or it's like he's trying to tell their story for them because it's like he feel like since he lived a certain life then what he went through is what they went through. And it's kind of like, I got that from the black interview because it was a whole bunch of, oh, you did this for this. Or I know you did this or whatever. And black mm. was like, no, nah, that's that's not it or whatever. So I kind of like that black, you know, kind of stayed in the zone. And Joe Button's job is to do all that. Right. His job is to make it seem as if like he knows your story, but that makes you more open to tell your story because you're correcting him the whole time. And but that's the point. That's Black what he wants you to do. Black giving nothing. And it was kind of, and it, it seemed like it was kind of frustrating awesome. or whatever <laughs> for Joe because it's like, I want you to, to say something. Right. But, you know, a certain, a lot of people just, I feel like I would be that type. I'm not going to talk about 
anything I don't want to talk about. If you watch the pull up tape, the pull up episode with him and T Pain, like that's like a whole total right. different vibe because T Pain is talkative. T Pain yeah. was wilding T-Pain out, always was drunk, days. like he was he was living his best life. So him and Joe, they were like giving me everything. Right. So Black is just a quiet nigga, and as most creatives are. They're typically quiet and just like handling his business. Like the only reason why Joe Joe is just like I'm taking my craft seriously now. Like I'm on a different right. plat- platform and blah blah blah. So he's doing it a little differently, but I do enjoy that he's still gonna be the same nigga, and right. I love that shit. And I still like watch whatever because to be honest, I never even knew about the pull up, you know, series mm-hmm. or whatever. And I mean, day one, baby. <laughs> so I mean, I would still watch it or whatever. It's just I gotta. I don't know. I guess it'd be different when there's a person there talking because it kind of made it more noticeable that Joe mm. was doing what he was doing because Black didn't want to talk about certain stuff. So That's why the, the um whatever state of the culture is going to be good because he's going to be pulling it out of these people. Right. And I, I don't know if Remy is supposed to be his co-host forever because I really hope not. But um, I'm excited about this first episode. It's what, next week sometime on Tuesday, I think, or something. It's something. Yeah, Sometimes I don't know soon. the date, but um, yeah, it's supposed to be. Well, judging from the post that she made or whatever, she was like co-host Joe and Scotty B. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I think Scotty's gonna is. be in there regardless, just because I think she's like the mediator, which was what Nesca was doing. But I don't they know. I don't think that, that wasn't working. I mean, Nesca was just the one that's not working. Um, <laughs> Remy. As for Remy, I know she's gonna give us what we need, but I can't have her. For two thousand two hundred plus episodes, I just don't. Need I her know that I can because I like them, but I like their chemistry, and I know that they have been around each other whatever mm-hmm. for a while. So it should hopefully if they actually be cool with each other and stuff like that, it should present itself on screen. Like Papoose can be on there for two hundred plus episodes. You just fuck with Papoose like that. Yep, he's my nigga, and I think he has a lot of intel, right. and he's the same kind of nigga as Joe. So. I don't know. It'll be good as fuck to me. <laughs> I just need somebody that's going to be unbiased and un... Because I already know it's going to be like... First of all, this first couple episodes is going to be about Nikki. It some some Nikki's going to be in there. I really would like to see... Some Cardi's going to be in there. Some kind of something is going to be there. And Joe being Joe, he's going to push the narrative of female, female something. Right. And it's just going to be too much. And I think that might be just to bring the... Audience and stuff because I really don't want to sit through no show with Remy still discussing Nikki, especially after it's not gonna be about their beef, it's gonna be about Nikki being Nikki, right? And as long as Nikki's being Nikki, is we gonna have something to talk about? I just want (laughs) it to be one of them situations where just Remy tries to do her best or whatever. Mm Because either in that type of situation, whatever Remy says, whether it's on her side or whether it's against her, even if it's neutral. It's going to be looked at a certain way, and I don't want that for her. So I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm excited because I'm ready to see Joe. I love watching Joe. It's better than listening to him on the podcast. It's so much better to watch Yo, him. I was on SoundCloud the other day because that's where I follow his um, podcast mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm seeing this man is putting out three-hour episodes. And yes. I'm like, and we and I listen to all three hours. That is that's crazy. ridiculous. I and remember I'd be like, why? listening why? to all of his stuff in the beginning. Like when I first got into him, I would listen to his stuff all day. Like because mm-hmm. I had so much to catch up on mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This is a few years ago at this point, and it's like um, now I just can't do. It. <laughs> I can't. I'm do it. so lit. <laughs> like I can't. I but, live for it. 
It's like, but I definitely do and am aware and will pay dues to what he is doing for people like us and what he's what he's doing with his podcast and stuff. Shout out to it's opening doors for everybody who wants to do or is doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm going to give him his respect regardless. So, that's do what your thing, cuz. Um, are we off this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so continuing with music, um... I listened to the song called Easy by Xavier Omar and Anna Wise. Um, the song comes from the show Insecure because the beat that Daniel had that he wanted to play for Spider, they actually decided they wanted to do something with that song. And it it was actually a beautiful fucking song. Like, yes. Soft and cute. And okay. Shout out to Insecure for being renewed for its fourth season. Woo-hoo. We're not even done with the third one. It's amazing. Um, so far, yeah. um, still miss, um, whatever. Such a nigga, the Lauren Tyler. I do still, I need a- I actually do miss all the guys on the show because once they started putting them all together to where they was hanging out, and stuff, I love those scenes, so it's kind of like you miss those or whatever. But then, what they what it seemed like they doing with Daniel, they getting rid of all the niggas on this show. Yeah. So we don't even know if we're gonna see at least Daniel up Kelly's this. role. Damn. If we gonna we need some funny stuff. It's I don't so, want to be thinking all the time. I don't, it's like I love that show because it's like one of those. It's I got I it's not a show that I haven't watched just once. I've had to watch every show multiple times or whatever because it's mm. slick shit that she's saying, somebody else saying, it's stuff going on in the background, and it's like I'm just trying to catch everything mm-hmm. and I'm soaking it up or whatever. I just love that show. Yes. <laughs> um, so yes, check out Xavier Omar and Anna Wise. Um, easy shit is dope. Um, yes. Okay, Summer so Walker. Like- is also my yes. repeat of the week. He's been um, raving about him. <laughs> about her or this is an artist I posted on the page, um, which go follow our Instagram page, um, Point Black Period Pod. Um, I posted her video, Girls Need Love Too, which is dope. Um, she, has, she only has like four or five songs out um, that I know of. She has a great voice. Lyrically is why I really fuck with her. She do got like a really nice voice or whatever. But the lyrics, it's really what made me be like, okay, this is it. Um, the song that I'm most likely going to be play, playing in the background is Deep, but the song that you should listen to is uh, Session 32. Um, the problem I only have, the only problem I have with her songs is all of them just seem too short. Like, like mm. a, two minutes and 30, like a minute and 30, something like that. So all of it kind of just seems like a rough draft or, you know, just com- unfinished, mm. you know, stuff. So I would like to for her to put out an EP, an album, something to where I can know for sure if this is an artist I want to put my time into. Because it don't seem like, you know, right as of right now, I don't know. I mean, all the songs that I've heard is amazing. But, you know... I don't know what to do with my time. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, that's pretty much it. Eminem surprises with an album that sparked a white beef between Machine Gun Kelly and Jeezy. And Joe Button. <laughs> Joe Button was a part of that. and um, But that's completely different. I just want to talk about the white beef because it's like, it's so much going on in hip hop mm-hmm. with women beefing we have black people constantly beefing now we have white people beefing 
and which is sprouting with now G Easy and Machine Gun Kelly is beefing outside of also beefing with Eminem. It's just so much going on in hip hop right now. So, um, but of course, Joe Budden always comes in with the background, you know, um, <laughs> information. You fuckity fuck niggas. Oh my God, I love it. I love it when he, he switches over. The background, like. Oh, he's life. Joe Budden is so fucking life. Because he, <laughs> it's on the podcast, it's hilarious. If he don't give anything else, he really do give that. He at least loves what he do. And Absolutely. you can't even fault that. <laughs> like, fuck you can't even niggas. be bad. He loves to say that. Oh my gosh. He really has been saying that for years. That's the crazy part. Because he was saying that shit when I was listening to him. Like, goddamn. That shit just makes me laugh because I can just hear it. Like, I can just hear him saying that shit. Like, as soon as. Like, the whole podcast, he was doing fine. And then, like, he just decided to switch over <laughs> and go into Eminem's ass. And, like, he switched into that fuckity fuck nigga mode. <laughs> and that shit is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, definitely, white, white on white crime is not cute. White on white male <laughs> on male fights are not cute. Male on male. It's, it's, it's just not. Bad. It's just like asking for extra mayo on your burger. Yes. Like, Nobody Why needs it. We're not looking. The only white boy I care about at this moment is Mac Miller and his death. That really fucking hurt my soul. Right. And I'm still hurt about that. And I don't know when I'm going to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is ridiculous. But I'll wait for that. But yes, um, for me, I'm going to pass the mic. Well, that was all? Yeah, that was it for music. Okay. Because I mean, because I mean, honestly, anything new that's been coming out is really not the vibe I'm on right now. Mm. I've really been listening. Like Spotify finally gave me my daily playlist full of old school music. Yeah, I ain't been listening to nothing but the Delphonics, um, Blue Magic, oh, like Aretha, rest in peace. Like that was crazy. Yeah, he wasn't here. You're right. So um, all Aretha that... is the epitome of class. Go ahead and finish it off. Divaness. Okay. Woman, like I'm not saying none of that. <laughs> so like, it's just that is the legend. So it's just shout out to Aretha being a legend, the voice. Of, and the voice. I'm not well. I don't want to say the voice because that is Whitney's title in a sense. Not saying that they won. I mean, first, I feel like I don't really have to explain because Aretha, but like. Ugh, I don't know. Everybody has a genre. I mean, a genre, a, a decade of when they were winning. I don't know. Right, right, right. And Aretha right. had her time. And Whitney Aretha, had her time. I mean, gave way to Whitney. So there's just exactly. no way you can really just like. Ain't there's no, no way. comparison to that. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere near. But yes, um, Aretha. But now that he's done standing for Aretha, Aretha is the epitome of old black people and it's not it's not it's not it's not the way honey it's not the way no more we are in 2018 you have too much money to not live a will leave a will who doesn't leave a fucking will like you were on your deathbed for days mm-hmm. and prior to that i'm sure that you felt your health going you know the way that it was going and i'm not saying it in any disrespectful kind of way because aretha is aretha but we can't have 80 million just floating around here. So, you know, niggas can't handle that. Niggas is going to be fighting for years. Because Aretha probably was like grandma that you're not going to do that shit around. But now that she's gone, mm. niggas is going to be acting the fuck up trying to divide that money mm. up. Why would you not leave a will? 
black people do better. I just you have too much money for this shit. Where it's just like it just goes to the state because normally sometimes when it goes to the state, they supposed to just split it Who evenly. The fuck wants it to go to the state? No, exactly. <laughs> Nobody I mean, needs that money that to be point, touched by the right. white hands yeah, and the white right. government. Absolutely, the fuck not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh-uh. No white hands allowed. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but rest in peace. R.I.P. to that. <laughs> um, yes, and also to the band Mac Miller once again. Damn, that shit hurt. Yes. I couldn't believe that shit. R.I.P. I mean, I never really got into his music. I tried to give him that moment to where, you know, I tried to get into it or whatever. But, you know, just couldn't. But it's not like I didn't think he was trash or anything. It just wasn't for me. Yes. Um, and so, I mean... I can't believe it. <laughs> That's all I can say. I mean, that not if we're on it, I'm going to just say it. Like, I knew from the beginning, as soon as I had heard about it, I was like, they're going to flip it and they're going to make it about Ariana. And that's just, just like you just did. We didn't even finish talking about the man's death. We were. You I wasn't. Said nothing else. I, I was oh, digesting well, let's it. Finish. Let's not shit on him then. I thought we not, were not just, I mean, I was hoping it was never going to be a shit on kind of a talk mm-hmm. at all. Other than the fact that they are flipping it on him. I mean, on her. But. What was I even going to say about him? <laughs> Mac Miller's death was really weak. I was getting my toes painted, and I seen the shit on the news, and I couldn't believe it. Nowhere. I couldn't believe it. It just knocked me off my damn feet. I could not believe it. It was like one of those, for me, I saw his age, and I was like, damn. Yes, the fact that he was 26 is crazy. The fact that I've been listening to, like, I was 18 when I got introduced to Mac Miller, and so the whole Donald Trump yeah. song, okay. and all of that shit, like, my white boys at work. And I was working at this pizza place We're wilding the fuck out And they made me listen to Mac Miller Day Like that was our morning music Like in the, while we was making that dough That we would listen to Mac Miller And that shit was wild Like, And then listen to Femi- the Divine uh, Feminine or the, I forgot the name of the title But the song with CeeLo It was uh, it was Like that album like just the man had a lot of soul and a lot of depth to him. It wasn't just like a regular white boy rapping. Like it wasn't like no six nine shit. It wasn't no Mac Miller. I mean no MJ, MK whatever his name is. MGK music, Machine Gun music. It was some different type of music that made you think. And he had actual lyrical ability. And it wasn't no Eminem type shit. He was just his own kind of person, and I just appreciated that. But um. When I said when yeah when I saw it, I also said the same thing about Ariana. I knew it was going to head in that direction sooner or later. But we had to also think about the fact that Ariana is the reason why um, the man probably was living as long as he even did. That he even got to see twenty six because she even put out a statement saying that nobody knows what struggles she was going through in that relationship right. to keep that man off of drugs. So, like, it's not her fault, and she can't do anything but be happy in her next relationship. That's not her job to be still stuck on all of that, because there's nothing more painful than being with an addict of something. Like, you have to deal with such a brilliant mind losing it to drugs, and that shit is weak. That shit is crazy, and that shit hurts. So, I can only imagine being Ariana, because I'm sure her emotions are everywhere, Mm -hmm. as well as also... Feeling like she could only do but so much. And now that she's happy, she can't... Um, the social media cannot go in on her like they are. Just because the worst thing you can do is make somebody feel guilty for something that they are not at all. Right. Fucking, like, that was never her problem. That was not her thing. Like, she did more than 
enough by putting herself in a worse situation for two or whatever how many years she was with Mac Miller. However long she was with him, like she put herself through that feeling of having to rescue this nigga. Right. And she, now she's happy. Let her be fucking happy. Yeah. So that's it for me. I wasn't gonna bash Mac. I wasn't gonna bash uh, mm-hmm. her. I'm just I'm just done with it all. <laughs> I was gonna bash the fans or whoever these people are. But basically you said everything. I just not wanted to Because that's just what it is. Like it's just not fair that you would put that on a person who's in a whole completely different relationship who has already addressed this. Yes. And so it's kinda like why y'all look for somebody to blame? Because at the end of the day, he would still have to take responsibility for what it was. And if it really was an overdose, it's nobody's fault, really, because you just don't know unless you know for a fact that he intended. But judging from everything that was leading up and the magazines that he was in and the people coming out saying we were making plans and stuff, that wasn't planned. Right? I'm just upset. I'm just upset with the fact that these so-called friends came and cleared the room up after like before the police came or before they got a good like just a good scene of of what happened like they couldn't even go to the crime scene like they should have because the friends supposedly cleaned it up but nigga where were y'all at which that's when he like was supposed to be shit, though, like. yeah like it, it just sounds crazy and i just don't believe it it hit everybody so i, I know that it hurt. But. I did have to because I mean, even for a person like me who don't listen to his music, and I've tried to get into his music years ago, and I haven't heard nothing from him since I've tried to get into it, and it's still somewhat affected me. Like, damn that, that's crazy. Like, right. So it's like, so I know people who was actually fucking with him and listening to his music, and he actually affected, really had to feel some type of way because that shit, it blindsided everybody. Yes. Like, who knew? At nobody, I mean, we all knew he was on drugs, but we didn't think that this would happen. No, like nowhere near. This was nowhere near my radar. Like that was the last no. person I was thinking about. He just put a project out. Like I'm still over here trying to listen to it. Like I'm not thinking like none of none of that. But I mean, you know, sometimes we need to have something shake up the games for people to to get right. So mm, I, I hate that he had to go down for that. Right, but. Just keeping it white. Um, <laughs> Majid Jordan dropped two new songs. This one song I don't care about, so I'm going to talk about this other song. <laughs> it's called Spirit, and it is a it is a vibe. Like it is everything. It's everything. Majid, they they do something for me like once every blue moon, but it's never consistent with them. So it's like, but I always I look. Feel the same way. I always look just because I'm like, you know what? It might be one because it's this King City is one of them songs that had us rocking for so long that we were like, after that day, after finding out about King City, like it was like okay, so we have to keep on the lookout for these niggas because they have some heat. They are capable of producing hit hits. And OVO's whole squad does, so it's I nothing else. I take your love away. Yeah, I do like that shit. song, but I still, I'm still listening to the um, last album because I'm, I like Body Talk, but I still have more songs on there. Jerry, like... They're OVO. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah and then more white. Um, Russ, Russ dropped his album and it was a fucking amazing. Oh my god, Zoo is one of those projects that he gave me everything on that like he gave me every single thing and I felt like we like I said when I tweeted it when I was listening to it I was like 
I always wake up every Friday. I'm like, what came out? Because I see when they promote things that are coming out this weekend or Friday, but some people don't keep up with their shit like Todd Alton and fucking Jeremiah. But that's another conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But um, so Russ dropped. It was it was more so like I knew he was dropping, but I just it slipped my mind, and I wasn't really pressed, honestly. If I'm gonna be honest, but so I'm riding to work. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Listen to the first song. I'm like, oh, that shit smack. Second one, oh, that shit smack. Go to work, <laughs> plug that Bluetooth in. They still smacking though. I didn't even have to skip. And like everybody calls me a psychopath for listening to the album first time on shuffle. But that's what the fuck I do. So I'm listening to these songs on shuffle. Like everything is a go. Everything is a go. I haven't skipped one song. I probably skipped like maybe two songs after I tweeted about how I didn't skip any songs because. I jinxed myself, but that shit was overall a great ass project. Let me see how many songs was on it. Um, my favorite song on there is probably voicemail. That's the one he talks about how he's um calling God and he's like, God, please hit me back. Like I'm trying to get in contact with you. I need to talk about my life and how things is going on. I just need some answers, all that. Yeah, so it's 14 songs on this album. Um, I probably fuck with. 10 out, of the, 10, out of the, 10 out of the 14 so that's that's really that's big actually good for you because you normally like i like three out of 20 yes exactly so <laughs> trust and believe i was definitely feeling that shit um boz dropped an album definitely fuck with that song tribe with j cole of course it's j cole um the fall off is supposed to be coming out soon and that's j cole's album and i fuck with j cole so hard because when mac the whole mac situation happened he tweeted to everybody like if you have some shit going on with you like just make sure that you reach out even if it's to me like i clear my schedule up for you i'm not too big or too hollywood or too industry to not care about your mental and your health and i appreciate that i appreciate niggas like cole i wish i was going to the festival this weekend but i will be here I would not to be there. Um, Tiana's supposed to be coming. It's, so it's J. Cole, Tiana, Young Thug. Just a weird lineup, but it still sounds like good. It's first like ever festival really for Dreamville and it's a Dreamville festival. So I'm lit it's lit, but I'm just won't be there. Um what else is happening? Um I do want to listen to this YBN mixtape, uh, the young broke niggas and little niggas. That's <laughs> the one of them little niggas that China was fucking, and the other little nigga that's actually dope as fuck. YBN Corday, <laughs> he is amazing. He no, is a no, fucking no, beast. Oh my! I think that's not their name. Not broke. It niggas. is. It is. Or is it young blessed niggas? I don't know because Nobody. YBN starts with something. Just like uh, young broke nigga. What's his name? Uh, NBA, yeah. NBA never broke again. Never broke, young broke nigga. <laughs> young boss nigga, I think it's what it is. Like, <laughs> I really think I had to look it up. I'm weak if it's if it's not young broke niggas. <laughs> like I call them young broke niggas all the time, but like yeah, I'm really dead ass weak. I cannot believe that shit. I'm gonna feel like yeah, these niggas is broke. <laughs> Dumb young broke niggas are killing that, that shit. That is too funny. So, did you get it? What? What is it supposed to say? Is it really young, boss it young boss nigga? Like, I mean, at least that's what's coming up on Urban Dictionary. I'm trying to figure out. Um, 
Oh my lord, I'm weak. Damn. I cannot even deal with how shit, funny that like, shit is. <laughs> Like they are not going out. Young rich them. niggas, young broke. I mean, we all know what y'all YRN stands for. Yes. 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 But uh, oh shit, <sighs> I don't know y'all. I really don't know what that means. But all I know for a fact is, you know, uh, speaking of Zoo, um, Zoo Year um, is supposed to be coming back out soon. And I'm really trying to think if I'm gonna give this a chance. He said he fired a lot of people around him and got away from a lot of people and stuff that could have been breaking him down on why his music has been trash recently. So hopefully King Fetty could be coming back soon. Yeah, he got that new hairstyle, but probably still got the same sound. All I'm saying is let me make sure I'm back following him. So there is no real um somebody no nobody to really decode what the hell YBN stands for. <laughs> but um yeah, so I'm gonna listen to that mix Chris Brown is on it. Duh. Gotta be listening to it. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this girl's name. I think it's Nao Nao N A O is yeah. her name. And um she got this song out with Sir, which is one of my favorite people on the T D um side of things. Over SZA because that nigga's hot. Um Make It Out Alive is the name of the song and I am feeling it. It's like it puts me you know, on an emotional roller coaster, and I don't ever know where I'm going with it. But it's a vibe, and it's an enjoyable sound right there. Um, what else can I do? I don't even think anything like has been really touching my soul on the African side of things. I don't know. I haven't been listening to it like I should. I've really been in like my own land, La La Land. And handling my own little damn business. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't had time to really begin into a lot of stuff. But what I have been listening to has been hitting. Hitting. Uh, I don't, um, what happened? What came out in August that I feel like we haven't spoke about? Um, Ariana Grande came out and her album was straight to me. I enjoyed it. It was alright. Breathing was a hit. It was, it was a couple songs. And I love when I was looking. I was like, this bitch. She wrote a lot of them songs, pretty much all of them, and that shit is hilarious because she didn't say nothing <laughs> on any of those songs. She was just like, she just sounds goofy as hell and in love, and it translates all through them songs. For real, um, I mean, it was just Ariana. Like she just makes that certain type of music. Now, God is I don't think it was her amazing. best album. I mean, I've heard better from her. Yeah, um, I think. That's why I'm um, saying she sounds goofy. Wise, this might be my least favorite out of all her albums, but vocally and you still know, there. Production is good or whatever, but just I don't know if you can top one last time and um, thinking about you and Honeymoon mm. Avenue and Best Mistake and like she's definitely had some bangers yeah, on her catalog. Like, I don't know if you can beat those. Going still trying to stay in the pop pop lane, like when she was pop R and B, it was kind of like, okay, girl, you got it. Like I don't mm. even know how you're doing this like this, but you got it. But this was more poppy, and it, I mean, good album, just not the best. It was decent. It was decent to say the least. <laughs> um, uh, she, she I can't even deal with Nikki. the Pete. Uh, yes interview that he did on breakfast club that Ooh. shit was hilarious her pete davidson oh it, it, that mess was crazy the way he was talking about her it was just it was just a mess i can't believe the things that he was saying um i was a fan but then when it seemed like you know all this stuff started happening i think i kind of like fell off and i wasn't interested as much anymore in mm. him 
or whatever. I mean, he's been funny, and I used to follow him, you know, with um, Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. But since all this other stuff been going on, I feel like I just took myself out of that situation because I always feel like motherfuckers don't never stay the same. <laughs> so it's like, exactly. I didn't know how that was going to work. So Chris Brown did a Ty Dolla Sign. Um, he covered it. And it's called All the Time. And I haven't heard it, but I can see it being promoted. And of course, I'm going to listen to it when I get off of here. Um, <laughs> T.I. and Meek Mill had dropped this song, Hefe, which means, well, boss. And that shit was, it was something. It wasn't lit. It wasn't all that. But I like how they going back and forth. It's like two niggas just yelling on mic <laughs> and it, it just sounded like that energy that you need before like game day or some shit so I, I mean it, it, it has its purpose I mean maybe it'll be good for football season <clears throat> who gives a fuck about football <laughs> yo they were sitting there talking about football today at work and I was sitting there like football's gonna be back it's back like, first game was Thursday mm. the only thing I care the only way I know about that is because my nephew plays football now so right. I have to care but trust me I don't care I was mm. at the game like what the fuck is going on who I'm even care I don't care at all I the know. only thing I care about is Nike Nike handling that, that that business that, 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 that business <laughs> um what else was going on that I cared to speak on before we got on? Oh, okay, so while I was talking about Meek Mill, let's talk about Meek and Drake and the fact that they're together again. That I mean, together again. But Amen and Rico and so many other songs that they have had dealings with crossed by turnarounds and, and made hits around this one one friendship, one union, and then Drake is now following and Chris Brown is, they're following each other now. Drake and Chris Brown following each other that, that looks like it's the next little um, <clears throat> mashup that will be happening and it's so exciting because Drake is handling his business like a, such a grown man <gasps> such a grown man Nikki take notes um, <laughs> I, yes. actually when I was writing this down in my notes or whatever I was starting to type was this necessary? Did we care? Yes. And then I thought about it and I didn't write it down because I was like, actually, I really think it's good for the culture. Like, when I thought about the music that they made and stuff together, I was like, I can actually have this in my life. Like, I'm not mad at this. I actually kind of want it. I want to mm-hmm. see where it goes. I mean, I like Meek. I like Drake. Um, So it should be a thing. I yes. am excited. I just have a conspiracy theory on it. Mm. And you know, with Drake and Nikki beefing, I now believe that this came at a great time. You know, that he becomes cool with Meek while on tour with the Migos, right? Who is in association with Cardi. I just seem like the King of Petty is playing chess right now. Like, yes, there's something bigger that's happening, or there's a bigger meaning behind all of this, which it's good in the forefront. But there's a reason I believe that this is happening, mm. or whatever. And I just can't wait to see it unfold to see what the yes. fuck happens. Drake has never made a non-calculated move ever. There so it is because we. It's- it's lit. Really got to realize this is a white man in a black man's body. So he's not moving the same. Hey, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. <laughs> Please. They move do differently. Better. And we really need to realize that. So I I'm don't just... like none of that shit that he's spewing over there. <laughs> Calling Drake a white man is so like, But that's just what it is. And I feel like I just really got to make sure that you know, like, we out here. Ghost ain't white. 
and yes, ghost from power. He's constantly making <laughs> but he's a decisions. calculated motherfucker. He, Drake had a baby by one of the ugliest porn stars or whatever right, things which, ever it in life. Like nobody was really paying attention That's to that mess until Pusha brought it up. A big which, mistake. Like I said, I've been new, so it's like. Yes. One of those situations where the business is still being handled and then he came out and was sitting there talking about I was keeping my baby or saving my baby from the world or right. whatever, which I always called bullshit on. But Absolutely. Whatever it is. We ate it, it up and we kept it pushing because yeah. he gave us consistent hits on that album. <laughs> so, so we didn't even give a fuck. It doesn't even matter. But um I never even know we made it into <laughs> We, we just flowing. There it goes. Yes. Like it. Entertainment news. Here we are. Drake, um, Meek Mill set it off for, I mean, that's the most recent thing. So we should just work backwards, yeah. if anything. Um, I'm excited. I'm ready. I hope they come out with a whole fucking album. <laughs> I, I feel like we need so much. It all started with Travis Scott with Seiko Seiko Mode. And he. <laughs> I just think about how I played that shit on Labor Day and niggas was turning off and on the lights. Like, niggas was switching the lights. Y'all got me out really like a light. <laughs> lit at the... Lit. Lit. Had to go to work the next day. Was hurt, but I was so happy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just excited. I'm excited. So, Travis Scott was the first shot at Nikki. Um, it's been going down since then. And Nikki's gonna end up losing at the end because she's making little stupid-ass moves. So... Let's she's, get into it. She's not calculated <laughs> at all. She's on the on the short end of the stick. Like just not not cute with it at all. You just not cute with it. But you looking cute. She is right. Is, but though. she really is. You just not cute. You can't talk about people's kids because you don't have any. All right. Um. <laughs> you can't. You can't act like you really about that shit when you have having. Who the fuck is Ra? And why the fuck is she around so much? Let's get like, into this Lion the Witch is... in the Wardrobe situation. <laughs> I just, I cannot wait Yes, roll it out, Ryan, roll it like, out. I don't know. <laughs> like, the crazy part is, outside of the Nikki and Cardi B, I'm, I'm actually happy um, this happens or whatever, just so we can all get it out there. Like, I'm tired of trying to figure out, do they have beef or do they not? Like, I'm tired of one person saying one thing or sending shady shots over and then was like, well, aren't they talking about? Like, and then with that interview, I don't know if I spoke on it on the show. It's been so long or whatever. But with the situation where she was uh, interviewing with Ebro, Nikki, Mm. and it was the situation where he was basically saying that there was a problem between Cardi and her. And she was like, well, now that I'm hearing it from you, I guess it is. And I just had a problem with the fact that you don't, Take anybody else's word. Like Nikki is so wack. Why couldn't you just be like, well, I don't know if there's a problem, so I'm not going to speak on it, rather than using that as an excuse to go in. Exactly. So, like, my thing is, I don't really want to take sides. I don't think I'm going to take sides. What I say is what I said. And um, with this whole Nikki and Cardi beef going on at the New York Fashion Week Harper's Bazaar Party, mm-hmm. um, I just think with... My bigger issue is with the people on social media and how they're handling what they're saying and why they're attacking one person for acting like this and attacking another person for acting like that. I don't understand where all that is coming from. Um, Uh. Nor do I care, I guess. I just feel like, okay, so sources are saying that, you know, the big altercation was basically between Ra and Cardi. 
Mm-hmm. Like, Cardi was basically yelling at, you know, Nikki the whole time or whatever, which we saw her behind security. She's so small. It's like you can barely see her behind those That was people. offset at. He That's what I'm saying. Right like, the, the whole face. time we were seeing her take <laughs> pictures with, like, Hennessy and, you know, her and Offset has been out. So it's like, why now is it that that happened when she didn't have her family around mm. or whatever? Like, who was that one lady that seemed like she was trying to, like, calm her down but then at the same time was ready to fight also so it was like that lady really had a lot going on because not only was she handling Cardi also trying to fight and also trying to tell motherfuckers you're not calling the cops she's not leaving here or whatever just like so she was just out of guess that was a manager she was trying to handle everything yes or whatever um I just feel like Rodney to stop being invited like if we're gonna go off with the Whole thing. The Harper's uh, Bazaar. Yeah, fucking damn um, fashion. Why week. is Rodney even there? Exactly. Who How the hell did she get in? Like, like Nikki only brought her ass for that one sole she's purpose. The yes. Which cannot fight. Like you continue. Which I I'm so upset about this because I used to be a fan of Rashida. Like I when she was on like Love Hip Hop and stuff like that. I used. To Tweet her all the time. She Messy tweet since me then. Like a big shit. ass Paris. Right, like that's the wardrobe. <laughs> so the line of which in the wardrobe. The wardrobe mm. decided that she just wanted to come and try to swallow everybody mm. inside of her. And it's just like, why are you doing this? Um, when it comes to the whole age difference thing, and I just feel like Cardi's 25 years old, right? Nikki Nikki's 35, 35, bitch. I feel like <laughs> Grow the fuck there up. should be somebody in here who. <laughs> Really should be handling this way better than they actually are. Oh my We're God. mad at a twenty-five year old for doing what a twenty-five year old does. Ten years my senior, bitch. Like come <laughs> you on. better grow the fuck up. Come on, and do you want to sit here and talk about? Oh, you got a baby that you're a mother. You shouldn't act like this. I just kind of feel like that's a double standard because you sit here and say that I'm gonna act up for whatever when it comes to my child. But then when you see your mother acting up over her child, then it's like, that's not the place to do yes. it. And my, my thing is, when do we um, really see... She's supposed to be a queen and she ain't acting like it. So she can't say nothing about no titles of anybody. Like, whether we saw Cardi acting up or not, it's still a reason she was acting up. So if you want to put the regalness on Nikki or put the queen crown on her, we have to accept the fact that whether or not Cardi was supposed to act like that, she is the reason she was acting like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, like... But that's what she wants to do, is she wants to take Cardi's love, and everybody loves right. Cardi, and she wants to take her name and destroy it. I, but it's not gonna work, just right. like with Travis and everybody that you try to go against. Like, it's never gonna work right now. Like, are you mad at Eminem for being number one in the country? Like, no. You're... What number is your album, bitch? Like... like you was really mad at Worry about two. that. And it's crazy because I feel like all of this is unnecessary. Nikki shouldn't be fighting for her spot because she shouldn't be going nowhere. Nikki um, is washed and done. It's only because she did it to herself, yes, I think. Yes. Like, if she just would've let it go, put out your album, promote it, and stuff like that, do what you need to do and mind your business, then it would have been fine. I don't think anybody's losing fans over this. Um, I think... I probably probably gained fans. If anything, because I don't think when it comes to, like, people saying you shouldn't act like that at a big event or whatever, I don't think that that actually applies the to The fact Cardi. that she said it was about her kid right. is what made it so And acceptable. we can see the evidence. The yeah. evidence is there. Mm-hmm. She was clearly saying, stop liking things about my kid. Succumb, like, I've been saying this for the longest. 
leave me alone. All that type of stuff, like... Cardi. Nikki with the colored hair, doing all this shit that she never did before, trying to be Cardi and trying right. to study Cardi, like, charge it to the game. You took this L, charge it to the game, like, keep it pushing. Find another avenue, like, you're still losing. Remy right. is out here on a whole new show. Cardi's out here getting, what, a makeup line? Is it, uh, she got a Tom Ford, Tom Ford lipsticks? Which like, they bitch. out here talking about, well, you can't say that, um... She's still out here working or whatever after that because that stuff that happened weeks ago. You can sign contracts or whatever. But who gives a fuck? She's doing more than you. You out here looking like the black China right. of the of the music game. But you still stuck also, on the same position. You have not gained no new deals. Exactly. No new deals. And just like with that whole thing being said, they still that business still has the option to be like with what just happened. They can still pull it. They, they pulling shit. Cardi has a lot of uh, fans. There's no reason that Cardi would ever lose fans based off of fighting, where literally that's the reason she gained We up. saw her come up. That's a difference. She's doing the exact we same thing. Fighting. She never switched up. You're we saw expecting... her sending locations. Exactly. <laughs> right after pregnancy. Yes. Like, this is a chick who's been twerking while pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been living her best life. She's never been a good She She's never switched up. Yes. So it's like you're expecting... Something from somebody who never gave you, you anything her, other really. than. If anything, you boosted her. So, I mean, shout out to Tom Ford. And money. Like, she's still going to get money. Nikki's still going to get money. Ross still going to be broke. It's exactly. Like, still going to um, be invited only to fight. Right. My thing is, you got dogged by Sky at another big event. Like, why would you come here and then be put in another situation and it's Bring like... Bring hood ass shit to events and wonder why y'all can't sit at the table. Exactly. Like, because nobody wants you at the table. I just want her to get her, like, where was the what's good? Like, I would have loved to hear that in this moment. Because she only goes after, who did she go after at the VMAs girls, recently? The white girls. Like, you just go after, oh, Tiffany Haddish. You know Tiffany Haddish. So about Tiffany, no first of all, you don't, one, I'm pretty sure Nikki don't want to see Tiffany. No. Because at the end of the day, however, how hood they both are, I still Tiffany is gonna handle that situation per like because I always figure like I feel like I'm not saying Nikki can't fight I feel like Nikki can't handle her business or whatever because she can't fight. of her back <laughs> her background or whatever but when you're pitting two people but against each other who can fight <laughs> and one is bigger I just feel like it's just obvious what's gonna happen if Nikki, Tiffany really wanted to snatch her up there she would have and could have and her career still wasn't gonna go nowhere because yeah. that's how she's perceived. Exactly. So therefore, hot mess, hot mess. Like, <laughs> but it's just a lot going on. Like our legends are out here fighting. There's been a rumor about Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans, which that's crazy that was as hell. confirmed as a fraud, right? Fake news. So I saw that, but I just feel like it was fun while that part lasted, or whatever. Because I was like, finally, Mary finally got to put her hands on Faith after all. Especially these years. not a Diddy's event. That's just sounded like a dub, right? Because I know Mary is probably. Sh- Two, two shits to the wind <laughs> and, and by the time somebody even walked in the door like, <laughs> like so that would be the best party ever I did not believe that that happened I kind of wanted to because it was like well after this whole Stevie situation and then finding out that Faith actually did fuck pop it's kind of like who is gonna check her like, <laughs> she already checked herself by marrying <laughs> fucking Stevie Pepper. like you can't what? love yourself you don't want better for yourself so therefore why and releasing that you eating Biggie's bad ass cause I know I like, know you taking major take precautions for stuff for like that to happen charge it to the game like that's crazy 
Um, speaking of charges, Ty Dolla Sign got arrested for possession of weed and cocaine. I'm gonna need. Um, oh, the coke was his for his white girl. Let's not forget. <laughs> don't do that. With. Don't do that to Lauren. Yes. Lauren is not out Lauren here. Lauren ain't made a hit yet. No, money. <laughs> keep on working, bitch. Camille, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, kill that chick, bitch. Shout out to Dinah. I think she also got signed. I think now we're just waiting on Allie. Yeah, no, well, she's on Allie that signed. damn coke. <laughs> Leave that girl alone. She was out here living. She, I really do think she needs to calm down, though, because her voice really do need to get better. Like, it used to be good, but I don't know what the fuck is going on. Let Coke. You're not going to say it. Tell me Ty when, is not right there. Okay. Who, Ty? He's right there. Of course. She's not doing that by herself. Yes, but don't put that who on introduced? Don't be bringing. Don't be bringing women that. You said, oh, see, I'm the women. No. Never, never the white she devil. Said, no. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Dang. kidding. No. I love my white people. The ones I fuck with. The no, ones I, I fuck with. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Point like period, bitch. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yes, I just feel like a lot of things have been like coming, you know, to the forefront with this whole me finding out that Faith actually did fuck Pop or whatever, which I got that she was clear bad from niggas. Angie Martinez's book or whatever, which is good. Y'all really uh, probably should go. I just like lit reading or slash listening because I got it on Audible or whatever is really like showing me like or reminding me that this hip hop shit is very recent like all of this stuff is still like a baby if you really like think about it like all this stuff is is crazy the stuff that she talked about when she first heard hip hop and all the people that she's talking to and it's like all of this happened within a small span of time Mm -hmm. like and it's crazy or whatever. So I feel like y'all should definitely get her book, listen to it. It's definitely helping me and my mindset on what I want to do, especially since she's a huge radio personality and we do the podcast. It's kind of like, it, I think it helps push what I really want to do and it guides me into what direction I should go in and, you know, how to be more successful with this and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. Like, I haven't finished the book yet. I'm getting close to the end. It's so fucking good, though, to be completely mm. honest. Like, the drama, the lessons, it's just... Yes, I need to pick that up. Should. I don't need to be listening to the audiobook, though. It's not gonna, it's not gonna do nothing for me. I need, I'd be forgetting how to spell. Like, <laughs> I have to get myself together. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Like, I've been doing little stuff, like, with, if you look at my notes and stuff, I wrote everything out. And I'm trying to do more so with that, especially now that I am trying to do more with books and stuff like that. It's just, with me, it's easier because it's like her voice and stuff. And it's like, so I'm mm-hmm. automatically into it and stuff because it's like she's telling me the story. And, um, but, you know, it's certain things that, that I'm trying to do because, you know, once you get out of school and you actually start working and doing other stuff, it's just certain shit that slips you your just, mind. Yeah. And it's little things that you don't even notice until you start. I feel like for me, I didn't notice until I started to like want to write more mm. and like, you know, um, do more so when it came to like my poems and stuff like that. Yes. It's like now I need to get my my verbs and shit together. Yes. Like, all know, of it. Nouns, verb verbs, play, adjectives. Grammar, basically all this shit is just, my it just needs to get done right. Yes. So it's like, I don't want to be out here. Um, like, I want to be it. like a Jay-Z or something like that where they tell you to read books and read dictionaries and use a thesaurus and, you know, stuff like that. Yes. So, Educate yourself. Right. Way past school. 
because it's definitely necessary to have some shit that you have behind you. Like, not just be limited to only being able to count with your calculator and only able to spell with spell check. Right. Got to be better than that. <laughs> Got to be better than that. And Got I'm telling that to myself. Okay. Right. Got to be more careful. Got to be all of it. <laughs> Um, I I wanted to put some positivity out there. Um, with Terry Crews, they're finally reaching a settlement. Lord. with his groping <laughs> case or whatever. Go ahead, Terry um, Crews. I know, like you better I'm keep just so on working on it. <laughs> just do it. The man ended up leaving the company and stuff like that. That works. So that was a little bright light and black excellence. Yeah. Um, speaking fine- of black excellence, Serena Williams. Shout out to you, sis. We that, saw you. We saw you. We saw you. That made me so mad. Yes. Like reading the comments and people who obviously don't know what they're talking about, nor do they like want to do research about anything. They just want to talk shit. It's 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 crazy. The comments are the most lethal part of social media. Mm-mm. Like it's it's the part that I have no time for. That's the part of self help for me. Like you just self health for me because I can't read it. Like you yeah. just gotta practice not the, reading. Yes, comments. just don't click on it. Some comments are like if it's hilarious and I just need to laugh, but right. if it's gonna be some shit that you know some shit's gonna be talked, like yeah. you are ruthless on there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that that is exciting. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what? What, what? was okay? Because <laughs> I'm so mad thinking about the damn comments. But um, right. That shit with the um, white people are so mad. They just so mad, and I, I have a conspiracy theory about this shit. I mean, not even a conspiracy theory because I feel like it was definitely inflicted by the whole it's fucking tennis association. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they were already mad because they told her to take the cat suit off. Right. Now they now they find a little other little shit to fucking fuck with her. Like the nigga gave her a thumbs up. That's it. Like who who says that's oh they doing signs? Which they she doing wasn't even looking. Coaching. They're doing. Oh my gosh! Like and it's a technical fucking. It's an opinion based ruling and y'all stuck to it like glue the bitch that won was not the bitch but the girl that won was so even hurt like she was like i didn't want to win like this she's young on top of that probably next year or next u.s open she would have had the um opportunity to beat her not saying that serena's losing it or lost it and this was a technical this was a this was was not it's a technicality not a talent situation this is nothing but somebody hating on you trying to stop your shine but Serena's gonna keep on beasting. She's a great. She's she's held down that fucking fort for 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 years. Nobody's touched her at all for years, and I'm sure they're pissed now. I'm sure they're pissed. Either way, I think it's a positive in it or whatever because I mean Serena didn't win, but someone black did. She handled and herself well. She was Haitian and Japanese, and um, just because she ain't melanated. Like she should be. Right. It's it's still <laughs> someone of color who yes. got it or whatever. And they show support of each other. And I hate it in that whole situation. They was trying to make it seem like Serena was coming at this girl where there has been nothing but love between them from even before the match, after the match, during the match. So it's kind of like, how are you trying to put this narrative out there as if there's not a whole nother thing that shows the opposite of what you're saying. Exactly. I hate when people just come out of nowhere and just say whatever there is on their mind without actually 
doing the research. Nobody researches anymore. That's why headlines are It's okay to be stupid in 2018 and people just don't even care as long as the comment made them laugh or it it was mean enough. Like I just hate people that repeat that stupid shit. Like don't right. repeat that stupid shit around me. You don't even know how stupid you look. Uh, <laughs> um, oh. Yes. Okay. It has finally been revealed that um a CBS boss, I'm not going to say his name because I'm just not going to fuck it up like that. I don't even know how the fuck you pronounce something like that. Um who whoever he was, CBS boss was for, uh responsible for the career drop off of Janet Jackson after her titty was exposed mm. at the Super Bowl. Mm. And all because she she didn't want to kiss his ass the way Justin Timberlake did. Mm. And that bothers me because it's one of those situations like how could a person have that much power whatever which he had all that power because he had full control over Viacom and mm. stuff like that which that's basically every TV channel yes. or whatever there is. And it's like yeah. um, so he had that power but Janet was still doing her thing which shows her power. Okay. Against somebody who had control of shout out to the fans. Exactly. So it's crazy that after all that time that conspiracy was answered. First of all, oh, speaking of conspiracy, are you done with that? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Marley being shot by CIA. That that man, that shit is crazy. Oh I believe God. it a little bit. I always believe that though. Yeah. Like talking about the um he injected the cancer into his foot. And, um, in turn, like, this man was releasing all this information on his deathbed. I just don't see reasons as to why you would lie on your last couple of days or your last breath. Like, breath. Unless you're, like, something from the devil. And like, yeah, which... Because you know people believe you because it's like, this nigga's dying. Why would he yeah, even lie about that? exactly. But... He took his time out to do that shit, and I just believe it. For some reason, like I seen the um the other headlines of like people saying that they shot Pop, Pop, Tupac, Jesus, <laughs> and um yeah, I seen those two, but they don't they don't. This one felt like okay. I feel like this one is real because I just don't see Bob Marley like not. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see. I just don't see that that whole story where he was spreading all that he was spreading and nobody felt threatened. False. That's right. big false. So, um, yeah, conspiracies have been on the rise <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so yes, that's the thing. Um, y'all, y'all really need to go and look up this um, Nas and Khalif beef mm. or whatever. Like I tell you, Nas is one of those motherfuckers that will read your ass up and down. Like, I don't even... It's like one of those reasons that I actually kind of listen to his music because he can be so petty. I just hate that he took so man. fucking long. Like, when the, when it was hot, when it was cooking, that's when you, you when you, when you, when you strike. Right. You don't strike when niggas is all into, wrapped up in a whole nother beef. But if we go on his history, he's always been like Took that. his time. Like, and nobody got time in 2018. <laughs> no, our attention spans is way done. He yes. come out, if he do what he did when it came to, like, ether and stuff like that, we'd be like, nigga, what oh, are you even talking exactly. about? Exactly. Like, who are you referring to? Hours. Why are you saying this now? <laughs> exactly. Like, we're done. We yes. moved on. So, um, but that's how we miss good content because we're moving on. 
Because <laughs> right now we focusing on Nikki and everybody the fuck else. Yeah. And you go out here <clears throat> writing paragraphs and shit. Who the fuck got time to read? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying y'all should though. Like, there's certain <laughs> stuff that you, I swear that you really shouldn't don't waste your time. But I'm telling you, Nas is Queen Petty. Mm. And it's one of those situations where it's kind of like, I don't even know why him and Nikki never made it. I feel like they both petty and insecure. And they should like they could have worked That's on each other I. and made each other better, I mm, think. Mm. And um, but I don't know. I just I love when Nas goes off because it always seems factual, whether it's true or not. I don't know. I mean, obviously I ain't there and stuff like that. But <laughs> I believe whatever that man say, even if it could be wrong, because it's yeah. just how he delivers the shit. Like, I should read that shit then. <laughs> Eventually. So, He's making it sound juicy. I mean, um, hmm. And I think, nah, because I'm over that whole George Zimmerman situation. Fuck him. I just, yeah. at this point, just um, whatever happens to that man happens, or are we just at that point that we're just, we're just ignoring? No, I mean, I don't think anybody should ever have ignored. Like, because. Like he's the reason why the fuck we even kneeling. Right. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> I just don't understand the whole situation. I just don't understand why George Zimmerman is still alive, and I keep saying this every time That's his name thing. comes up. Obviously, I think Jay Z was also still wondering. But... I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is so something. now he's back to threatening him. Mind boggling. Um, <laughs> my last thing is I just want to celebrate Cat Williams. Yes, um, Emmy. Yes, winning an Emmy for yes. Atlanta, the alligator man. He killed that shit. For but real Donald Glover has a lot to do with that. Definitely. Uh-huh. I mean, but I don't like it's one of those situations where it's been rumored of whatever saying, you know. Um, which I actually do feel like I remember him saying this or whatever, but he told Cat he was gonna get that Emmy for yeah. doing it. Kill that or whatever, shit. and then what happens? He got it. He so y'all know. I don't know who's not watching Atlanta, but if you aren't, you should. That's you the should one episode that you definitely watch should. that episode, especially off that season because I think that season was all over the place. The season was trash. I mean, not trash, like, but it was. But that was one of the better it episodes. Like, it's not the on? funniest. It was definitely that. amazing. Cat was, William delivered. It was really a stellar did. performance. So Emmy worthy, and I'm so proud. As well as Tiffany Haddish yes. on that same daggone list. Saturday Night Live. Black Excellence was on the rise. This little time, this little. If that's the case, where was Donalds for his um, Saturday Night Live? Because that. Oh was, yeah, he killed. Woo. He killed. That, that was good. Um, but he's out too busy getting new deals with Adidas and stuff. Right. Living so. his best life. But I'm going to tell y'all like this. Um, motherfucker wanted, decided he wanted to get on stage and talk about this was Childish Gambino's last tour. And to be completely honest, he better just really be talking about Gambino because Donald Glover better have his ass on stage till 2005. <laughs> okay. So, 3005. Um, I haven't even had time to get to see him. So, what the fuck you not going to do is put out this greatness and these... Um, you know, black, you know, um, hymnals and shit that we're going to be singing for the rest of our lives and shit and then just decide to never do this again. It's, I can't, my heart can't take it. Um, I'm still trying to process B.O.B. And I can't, I can't do it. It's too much. It's so, <laughs> but other than that, you know, this has really been long for like <laughs> entertainment purposes. But yeah, um, for me, 
Do you have anything? Uh, in the back on not for entertainment. I was just going to jump right into being staying and woke. Cool. Woke. Um, uh, I don't even know where to start. I feel like the first thing I want to talk about is, of course, a lot of fuckity fuck shit <laughs> has been <laughs> happening in this world, and I don't have even a speck of time to speak on it. Um, Donald Trump can can suck it, and I have no time for him either. Um, I want to actually just celebrate all the black wins that's been going on instead of of always talking negatively about being woke being woke can mean being happy about seeing your black brothers and sisters and uncles and aunties and everybody else winning so why not let's celebrate uh netflix put black panther on uh on their on their little list now i think okay black panther is not stopping don't stop won't stop can't stop none of that um lebron keeps on fucking being great and he uh just came out with his first ever female sneaker designed by strong black women and i'm just like this man cannot do any wrong like when they they were like magic uh not even magic michael who (laughs) that that conversation is officially dead when he uh, opened his i promise school and that was big and i can't wait to see that going up and running and just so many black businesses winning I'm lit about that. Um, and then there's Akon that I've been trying to talk about for four months. Legit. <laughs> like, every time I get in my Stay Woke bag, I'll be like, Lord, Donald Trump, <laughs> Donald Trump, Donald Trump. But fuck Trump. Ain't shit changing. He's still in office. Um, yeah, Akon has single-handedly been taking care of business in Africa. Like, creating... So many avenues with the the light in Senegal. He done lit up his whole city, lit up his whole country. He He's taking care of business. Like, how does one man provide light, clean water, and all this stuff for his country, but yet there's so many hoods that are still hoods? Like, Mercy... I'm talking about you, Jay-Z. <laughs> it shouldn't be... It shouldn't be... Your hoods shouldn't still be hoods. Like, at this point... If a man can light up a whole damn country, I feel like uh, y'all billionaires can definitely handle some business, some big business, not just a little business, not the little stuff, but like take, take part. I know LeBron is not the only nigga out here that got money. That's a fact. So for LeBron to be the first one to actually have like a big ass, I mean, he's not the only one, but to have a school open up, then have these little things here and there just being the best man, best black man he can be. That's that's what we need out here. We need more of that. Extreme and we need black to excellence. Yes. Consistent black excellence is definitely right. Um offset being retarded and mentioning that Kim K should run for president. Um not remembering that Obama has done everything she's doing times twelve and it doesn't make any fucking sense that people are just lost in this la-la land of not being able to make the decision of realizing that Obama was that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these damn political campaigns have been wild, wild. Like that one where this Kyle Green guy in Minnesota, he was like, pick me so I could be your nigger. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> How the hell are you going, what? How is that even in your campaign fucking ad? Like, it said something about, I saw I can be your nigger. Like, straight up said that. In Minnesota, first of all, you don't even know how to say nigger <laughs> in Minnesota. Like, that's why you keep, that R was strong. 
Like, oh. and you are straight up mixed. You can't be out here saying that R. It's no need for that. For that. Um, the pedophiles running for, for office. The black man in Florida running for office, finally. And yes. they motherfucking yes. said, that, like, Florida's on a good path. We're doing this and doing that with Florida. We can't monkey this up. Who the fuck you is... just mad, man. I'm so tired of these black white people keep on disrespecting black people by calling them monkeys. I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Um, It's a bunch of foolishness happening in the world and it's so interesting to see what else is going to come out because it's like all the cats are coming out the bag it's everybody's shit show and and they're so happy to be in trump america because anybody's shit show can go mm-hmm. like anybody can be pure trash and go shout out to the <laughs> tesla um the tesla is he the ceo or something for smoking weed on <laughs> on camera and his oh, sales his sales have definitely dropped as I saw this morning no. but what? you know that's for the stuck up white motherfuckers that's Who's burning Nikes so, so like, clearly like what's the problem them same ones with them dad dad shoes and dad jeans there's the same ones that's not driving Tesla no more just because that man had a, a few puffs okay Rich. I just I don't even know. Like the crazy part is, I don't even it's see weed as being like just like a black thing or something like that. Like I honestly think definitely not. Especially when it's portrayed in the movies and stuff more so. It's more so white people that be doing it too. So it's kind of like why but white people do more than just weed. And like somebody said, <laughs> and like somebody <laughs> has said or whatever um, on Twitter, I believe like. Weed has been legal for white people for a long time. Like, yeah. so what are y'all mad for? I'm confused. They just come. They they mad because it's, it's allowing black people to have a big ass chunk of the pie, like Nipsey Hussle and Two Chains and Wiz Khalifa and all these people that have weed um weed businesses legally now. They so mad about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, shout out to all the black men that's making differences in this world and currently being the just, just young hefes, <laughs> young bosses. <laughs> I appreciate it all. Colin Kaepernick for landing that big ass deal with Nike. Nike for being balls deep in that damn Trump. Okay. <laughs> and just for handling the business like it should be handled. I appreciate that. Nike, um, still fun in the jails, so it's a contradiction, but we'll take it for what it is for now, mm. and we'll just be happy with what we got, but let's not forget that black businesses are very much a thing, and just because Nike is doing something and backing Colin Kaepernick, like, let's not forget forget that the reason why their sales are up because of that black dollar, and black dollars can help other black dollars become black businesses, and black businesses can flourish, and fuck all these white businesses. It could be so much better. It could be so good. It could be all so good. So do better. Get better. Let's not hate for the rest of the year. It's only about four more months left in this bitch. September, <laughs> October, November. Yep, this for real. Four more, four more months left in this bitch. Like as much as we got a Cardi and Nikki, we also have Meeks and Drakes. So pick one. Choose wisely. Wait. Which one do you, which side you want to be on? The Cardi and Nikki side of things, or the Meek and, and, and Drake side of Damn. things? 
So, you know, you can be either a nigga about it or a little bitch about it. Damn. Which one are you going to be? And I'm picking to be my <laughs> my favorite thing to be is a nigga. So, <laughs> yes, while I sit here and sip my tea, I think I'm done with my, um, my stay woke. There you go. I don't think what time is <laughs> uh, time to get off. Yes, uh, it's been real. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel like this did. Um, we y'all don't necessarily need a topic this week. I feel like we gave y'all a lot of content and um, ready to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm excited for recording again. Yes. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for um, constantly listening. Thank y'all um, for fucking with us, yes. even when we take breaks and we just don't say shit and come back and say a lot of shit. <laughs> so appreciate y'all for being here as we come back, telling your friends, telling your people, people, and your people, Pass people, it people, along. people. Pay yes. it forward to tell yes. them about us. Yeah, what we trying to do out here? By the time we record next week, we'll be at that five hundred guarantee. Because we putting that in the atmosphere. Actually, I think we can do it, especially with this new content. Yeah, and stuff. I feel like that should bring something in. So I'm just so excited to get ready to start editing this. And all of that. And I'm so excited for TV. It's going to be so good this week. I want to throw that in there this week. Married to Medicine is back on. And Secure is good. Uh, did you even get to speak on Power? I did not. Yes. And that to? was good for you to bring that up. Because, honey, <laughs> I was just thinking about it when you said Married to Medicine. I said, oh, Power. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck could I forget? Oh, my God. <laughs> I am about to dead ass shit tear. Like, Oh my fucking gosh. Like, me and my homegirl watching this shit last night, and we were just. Uh, we were in such shock. We didn't know what the fuck to go. I mean, first of all. First of all, Tariq from last week's episode. Like, from last week's episode. No, let's start off when Kanan died. When Kanan died, that was about as wild as it gets. And all I kept thinking about was Brian saying that 50 Cent is not going to write himself off his own show. <laughs> and I was like, the nigga did. <laughs> he wrote his, but he just wanted more directing. He just wants to be more controlled. Also, look, at, I mean, it was for a good reason then. Like, so now we know that he's not extremely selfish. Mm-hmm. And he's actually out here trying to work better for the craft. I actually think the reason he killed himself off on the show or whatever is actually an amazing business move to better yourself. Yeah, he definitely did that, and he he made us feel that. So th- that was lit. I think he's gonna focus his all of his attention on Tariq and Tariq becoming the next big thing. I think when they come back, it'll be no, nah, it won't be fast forwarded, but it would be dope if they just fast forwarded it right into Tariq being the head nigga in charge, because th- clearly that's what the fuck's about to happen. Tariq set that nigga up. He, he executed that perfectly. I hate Tariq, but he's smart. So, you can't really hate him for real. Um, Dre's a little bitch. I thought he was going to have the power, but he, he, he fumbled that bag mm-hmm. for sure. Um, damn, they, did they create, they killed Chris Ball, didn't they? Sheesh! They've been killing everybody on the show. I so I feel like I got a gun on that bitch. Like I, I feel like which which person am I gonna pick today to die? Because literally everybody's dead. <laughs> oh it's just Tommy, Ghost, Tasha, 
Lala somehow remains alive. I don't understand that she has to be fucking somebody. It just somebody. shows that ignorance <laughs> is bliss in a sense. She's definitely not ignorant at all. I thought she this. just didn't act, at least acting like she didn't know what the fuck was going she's on. She's Tommy's so main she girl know. right now, so she uh-huh. has a lot of a lot to going on. She's been talking to she's. She's been doing a lot this season. This last two episodes, she's... And first of all, why y'all be playing like that? First, Y'all wasted 30 good-ass minutes showing niggas, and who gives a fuck about the Queen's Child Project? We never cared about that. I hope you know that. <laughs> um, so, wasting all that time talking about that Queen's Child Project shit, we didn't give a fuck. And want to put everything that y'all put in there in the last 15 minutes. That was a bunch of bullshit. It was already 72 minutes. Like, that shit was already long. And y'all want to jam pack all of that shit at the end? Fucking fuckity shit. <laughs> and, um, it was so good. I don't even know. Like, when I just knew it was going down, when that motherfucker, t- when he heard them tapes of his father not snitching on him, oh my, when Tommy heard them tapes of his father not snitching on him, I knew that Tommy was going to act out. And as soon as he, he, he it all registered in his head when he went to see Vincent and Vincent said that Ghost wanted him to kill Teresi. I already knew he was either going to kill Ghost or he was going to kill Angie. But one of the motherfuckers had to die. He had to kill somebody because he had just said earlier, I always kill people that are close to me. Like, that was what happened with Holly. And Ghost has already been trying this shit and all this and all that. Oh, I'm your brother. I always got you. You ain't got to worry about nothing. But you gave this information to somebody else instead of coming to him direct. And you know Tommy is too much of a hood-ass nigga to find that as, as and take that lightly. So when, damn, Angie. Oh, my God. I can't believe. She is wild as fuck. Angela is the wildest bitch I ever, <laughs> ever heard of. How the hell you gonna pull this nigga out the way and get shot? How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> uh, I just don't understand how she would die for this nigga. Like, she would die for this nigga. It's, it's, it's too much for me. And so, right now, everybody's like, well, is Angela dead? Is Angela alive? I can't believe Angela is dead as a bitch. They shot her <laughs> right in the fucking heart. Like, Not dead as a bitch. <laughs> dead as a bitch, okay? Oh I can't believe that Angela is dead. Oh, it, it really hurts. This hurts to me more than Raina did. And I fuck with Angela heavy because she is she is smart as fuck. She put that whole shit on the on the on the damn table. She told him what it was. She had twenty four hours to think about it and make that decision. She could have easily said, Fuck these niggas, I don't owe these niggas shit and they all going to jail. But instead she met up with these motherfuckers, put a plan in line and worked it out just to get shot in the end. Oh my god, that was that was that was. <laughs> I can't. I cannot believe how this happened. I can't believe that I gotta wait another year for this shit. I can't believe that. I can't believe this shit. Dre's officially off the show because who the fuck cares about him being on witness protection? That should be a done deal. Because who cares? Who cares? On yes, because he's a little puss. Um. <laughs> The only big ball motherfucker in that show is Tommy and Tariq. And I cannot believe that I'm saying that. Because Tariq has been handling his business all season long. All season long. He definitely avenged his sister's death. And I hate to say it like that because he has been a dumbass the whole way through. But he has handled his business. Like, he did what he had to do. And that's why they might have said 
that 50 cent with his father because the way he handled his business was such like 50 like he studied 50 he learned that shit and he got it and i, I mean Tariq is killing that shit Tariq is gonna be the next one to hold that torch and niggas is mad and niggas can be mad forever but Tariq is about to be on that show forever as long as that show is on Tariq is gonna be on as for Tasha, they can throw her the fuck away. As for Lala, I've already been wanting her gone because I don't understand her acting on that show. It's so trash. It is so fucking trash. <laughs> oh, she gets on my nerves. She gets on my nerves. Keisha, Lakeisha can go. Drop that shit off right at the damn writers at the table read. Just, just let her go. <laughs> um, Tasha's dumb as fuck. She thinks she got that pussy, but that pussy is not on lock. Silver is dead. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't wait for Silver to die with his weak ass. He <laughs> thought he had he got some pussy one last time before he did he died though. And go saw that shit. Go saw that shit. You know he had to die when go go saw Tasha giving him that pussy like duh. Oh my God. duh. So who died all this season? I think so Kanan died, Cristobal died, damn. Everybody died. <laughs> <laughs> All the Hermanas, both of them people. No, the Alicia's in jail. Yeah, so Alicia's in jail. Damn, Angela had took care of all the business. Like she killed everything. Like she had taken care of every step. But Tommy's ass hiding in her house. You know he loved to pop up. <laughs> he was right in that bitch, ready to kill her. Well, ready to kill Ghost. She moved Ghost out the way. Who the fuck moves Ghost out the way? I would have let that nigga die. He would have to just have to die. Like, I'm not... You have to go before me. I have done everything. I built myself up from the hood in Harlem or wherever the fuck they from. I built myself up from the hood and became a, a attorney general. Fucking attor- whatever. Whatever she is. AUSA, Angela Van, whatever her name is. And now she's nothing. Because <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> I am weak. I'm weak because I'm hurt. Honestly, I'm I'm just hurt. Yes, it's really something. (sighs) But power has been everything in war this season. And for everybody that was like, power is so whack this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power ain't whack no more though. And now (laughs) we're gonna have to wait a whole nother year because we hurt. But and we knew somebody big was going to die. And, of course, they had to let go of Angela. Angela was the easiest target to let go of. But this show would just not be the same anymore because we know. Because when that motherfucker died, because when Angela died, Ghost looked up and Tommy held that gun with such pride. Like, yeah, bitch, I killed your bitch. And how the fuck did y'all move on from that? You know, and, and the way Ghost cried out when Angela died. Like, that shit was, like, revenge times a million. With Kaden out the way, Ghost being back onto his shit, because, duh, without Angela, he the, that good part of him is gone. He has nothing to be nice and good about anymore. Raina's gone. His main bitch is gone. Woo! It's gonna be bad next season. Ghost is gonna be that nigga again, and he gonna definitely kill Tommy by the end of that shit. No. That somebody got, Tommy or Ghost is gonna kill, they have to execute each other. Somebody's gonna kill the one or the other, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. And you know, fifty petty ass, ruthless ass is the one directing it next season. So you already know that's gonna be wild, 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 wild. <laughs> I can't wait. But this has been Point Black Period. 
I have nothing else to say. Power was my last little bit. Um, yeah, you can catch us at Point Black Period Pod on IG. Find us at Point Black Pod on Twitter. Twitter and um, you can't find me because I ain't want to be found. <laughs> and I don't want to be found. Um, yeah, episode forty-two. If you have any questions, which you know, y'all obviously don't. <laughs> you can't question nothing that we say because it's. Fucking facts. I mean, um, but if you ever felt the need, you, you can find opinions. us at Point Black Period Podcast at Gmail. And um, yeah, I'm out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> we have this bitch, y'all. Point Black Pitch. Holiday tips and wine stories from Kristen and Paul at Total Wine and More. The sweetness of a maple glazed ham paired with a bourbon barrel aged Cabernet. We went there. Now my taste buds are hopping. I can help you impress the boss with a great bottle of wine. Here's to a raise in 2019. As you check off that gift list, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection at Total Wine and More. Come explore at our 12 Northern Virginia locations. Now open in Reston at Plaza America Center, across from Whole Foods. Shop online at TotalWine.com. You're looking for meaning and purpose in your work. Hello? Hello? We all are. Every year, Harvard Business School Executive Education helps executives like you reevaluate goals and develop both personally and professionally to turn their careers into their callings. Don't be different. Be changed. Go. Start by going to hbs.me go. That's hbs.me go.